Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Rosecast, again, the number one Bachelor Recap podcast hosted by a male and a racial best friend duo. AB, second episode this week, five hours in the books. And while it seems like a never-ending dream or nightmare, depending on your opinion of the season, last night felt like a half day at school. It ended at nine, and I was like, oh, cool, I got a whole, I got more time to myself. What'd you make of the episode? Listen, I like what you did there. I like half days, but I thought the two hours felt longer than the three hours, okay? Because it wasn't as entertaining? Yeah. Didn't hold my attention as much as the the three-hour one. I missed on the first watch basically Victoria's date because I couldn't... I got a new phone and I can't figure out how to save images from the web onto my phone. So I spent 20 minutes trying to figure out how to do one tweet that nobody cared for anyway. So it still went by pretty fast for me because I skipped a segment. Well, no, that'll happen. Anything else about the episode before we get into it, AB? A lot of stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened to him. Okay. Anything, anything, <laughs> a lot of stuff. Anything surprising or just stuff? Tons of shocking stuff. Are you crazy? I'm asking you. I don't know. People people went home during this episode that I didn't think would leave for another three or four weeks, okay? Multiple people. What did I say in the power rankings? Somebody on Rim's list is going home. <laughs> kiss of death. Kiss of Rim death. has the kiss of death. I can't believe it, but it, it happened. It actually happened. And there's people remaining who have no shot, who have no shot. No shot. Yeah, absolutely. No shot. And none. None. Anyway, <laughs> we're in Santiago, Chile. The remaining women about to have a nice little brunch, sidewalk patio, good vibes. Let's just, let's just, can we have a nice time? Yeah. <laughs> for can one everyone <laughs> chill? Everyone just chill out for a minute. Let's enjoy this once in a lifetime opportunity. We're all enjoying together. Brunch, Santiago, beautiful city. Doesn't get much better. Sunny day. Let's, yeah. just have, let's just have a niceties for once. Immediately post-toast, McKenna starts crying about li- crying. <laughs> crying. Yeah, it was funny because Tammy gave a toast that was like, let's leave the past in the past. Everyone's like, here, here, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheer. Then McKenna instantly brings up some old dusty stuff from the past. Yeah. She's crying about the cocktail party being canceled. 
Okay. The reason, she, and she just wants to clear the air. The reason she talked to Peter during the rose ceremony, interrupting Tammy, who interrupted the rose ceremony, is because she didn't get the time that she felt she was owed at the cocktail party, which didn't occur. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Victoria to the camera, m- m- rudely, but perhaps accurately, <laughs> says, if Peter liked you, he would have made time with you, and he hasn't. That's just kind of McKenna, McKenna's time in a nutshell, If you ha- or anyone's time who hasn't gotten a one-on-one date. I'm not sure what I think of Victoria yet, completely. I go back and forth on if I like her or not, but it's undeniable that she is the big dog in the house, and I don't mean that like she's the top front runner. Like She's just the leader- of the how the people the person that checks everyone i also think she kind of has peter on a string as we yeah, saw I later and it's like she can yank this season any way she <laughs> she's wants running to. the show here. <laughs> she's kind really of pulling do. the strings a little bit <laughs> she um, even says she at the table says don't let it happen again to mckenna <laughs> <laughs> like that's not something you say unless you're the top dog running the show Peter shows up and picks up Hannah Ann, finally, for her one-on-one date. Finally. This leaves McKenna, Tammy, and Natasha as the three who haven't had one-on-one dates yet, and three who I would describe as having no chance (laughs) at not only being the final choice, but getting a hometown. Those three have no chance. Hannah Ann had a chance. She was the only one who hadn't had a one-on-one date that had a chance, I thought. Agreed. Let's go to the date. Strolling around the city, street performances, classic bachelor uh, date in a major metropolitan area in a different country, different hemisphere, classic. Love it. I liked it, too. Always love these dates. Always. Got to get to Santiago, some might say. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. They mess each other's faces up with like hot dog. I think it was a hot dog topping. It was covered in toppings. You couldn't see. Too many fixings. Too Too many many fixings. fixings. (laughs) Too many fixings on that hot dog. I was it. What was on there? Sour cream? I think sour cream was on there. I think sour cream was on there. Too much. Yeah. Too much. Peter claimed that Hannah Ann is just down for whatever, ready to be fun and silly. But the way I saw that interaction was he shoved the thing into her face (laughs) that she did not want to happen. And she had to laugh it off. And then they kissed, which I don't think that they enjoyed with both their faces messed up. Here's a little tip for the the guys out there. Okay. (laughs) Don't ever smash something into your significant other's face, including a wedding cake. Okay. You know how they you smash the wedding cake into each other's faces? Yeah. I don't think any girls actually like that. Did you do that? Hell no. Absolutely. Kendall told me before the wedding, by no means should you smash this cake in my face. I have makeup on. What, are we uh, going to redo my makeup in the middle yeah. of the... No. Don't smash the cake. Don't smash the hot dog. Well said. Great points. Anyway, well, now it's time for the traditional meet an old couple... <laughs> And ask them to give their sense of how much you love one another, despite it being your first date, usually, traditionally, on the show. What'd you make of this interaction, AB? Not even that old. They're middle-aged. They're no, in our age here's, group. Here's my problem. Screw <laughs> <laughs> that shit hurts. Still stings. Yeah, it still stinks. Yeah. We both here's remember like Reagan, I think. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> These these two, I don't trust that they have the credentials to be handing out this <laughs> advice. They're like, we've been married for 20 years. That's not even that long. No. I need 40 and above if you're going to give me any advice on marriage. Not even empty nesters yet. Probably. No. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know this at all, but that's why you need 40 to ensure that. You've got to have 40. Yeah. Got to have 40 minimum. Anything less than 40, AB's laughing off your marriage. <laughs> 
It doesn't. It doesn't buy your wisdom. Uh, the lady says to Hannah, Hannah Ann, "Oh, well, she looks so young." Now that was the that was the caption. Okay, which is which had to have stung. Really stung. Wow, she's too young for you. It looks to me is what <laughs> the first impression was. But she said the word "hovenista," which translates to "youngster," which may be even worse. Wow. Not a great look for Hannah. Youngster, Ann. youngster means underage in my eyes. I was in my head. I didn't. I'll say it. <laughs> That's what it. I'll say it. When I think of a youngster, I'm not thinking twenties. No, <laughs> but maybe I heard that wrong. Who knows? I don't. I, I I back off from stating things as fact here for fear of being horribly wrong. According to the old man, mid forty two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the secret to love, AB. Here's the secret to love. Now pay attention. Communication, patience, tolerance, and love. Those are the keys to love. One of them being love itself. Do you have any <laughs> He question? said love with big letters. He said love, all caps. All caps, love. Any, to describe love. <laughs> anything you want to add or subtract from his formula? Communication, patience, tolerance, and love are the keys to love. No, he hit it. I think he so, knocked too. It up, knocked it out of the park. <laughs> I think so, too. Wisdom. <laughs> Later on in the day, up near a statue on a mountainside, Peter brings up her age. She's twenty-three. I don't have the I don't have the matrix in front of me, but she's not the only twenty-three year old, and she's not the youngest. But Peter's concerned. I believe Maddie's twenty-three as well. Maddie's twenty-three. McKenna's twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Peter asks if she's ever quote seen it before. I think he means without explicitly saying. I think he means have you ever been in love? Yeah. And Hannah Ann says she's felt love before, but never been in love. And this answer makes Peter uneasy. He's scared that she may not be ready. What'd you make of this, AP? What better time to have your first love than on The Bachelor? Yeah, on TV. No on less. TV in front of everybody. Of course, it's going to give him, it's going to make him pause a little bit about their relationship. I suppose, given the nature of this, the microwave nature of this show. That's one indicator as to whether or not you can feel confident that someone is ready to to so that they, they know for sure that what they're feeling is what they want in a partner. I'm saying this poorly, but I, I don't think it invalidates her from Peter and her making a connection, but I don't think it I, I my I don't think it helps in his eyes. I don't I think it kind of does. Like in real life, I don't think it it eliminates you from obviously finding love or whatever, but in this situation, this short of time, just, this short of time, and having your first love be on this show, that seems like a dangerous. It's a dangerous game. Game you're playing there, <laughs> real dangerous. I personally thought this almost disqualified Hannah Ann. Well, and think about what's going to happen too. Let's say they do fall in love, and then he picks Hannah Ann, and they're together. Then they're off the show. So maybe off the show, regular life, you realize like, oh, maybe what I was feeling wasn't I'm maybe in love was, with Peter. It was the awesome experiences of being on the yeah, show. I was blinded by that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's re- pretty easy to be happy <laughs> when you're where they yeah. are, when they do dates where they do dates. <laughs> Absolutely. Nighttime. Peter says he's never met someone like Hannah Ann and then declines to state any of her defining characteristics or qualities or why she's different. I don't. You know, Boy Who Cried Wolf on Never Met Someone Like X before. So just ignore that when Peter says that, in my opinion. (laughs) 
What did you make of how this date started? Felt like he had the interrogation itch again. <laughs> Peter, <laughs> Peter first. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like a job interview here yep. with with uh, Hannah. What are your Hannah. qualifications? <laughs> what are your goals in life uh, and your career? Hannah, I would say didn't pass <laughs> with her responses. <laughs> she said, I'd like to stay in modeling as long as I can. That's all fine. But then she she comes with a weird, uh, I don't know if you caught this. She says, so many people will stay in the shallow waters of life. This is the response to where you want to go with your career. Yep. So many people will stay in the shallow waters of life and you'll only catch minnows. Okay. But for me, let's go deeper. Let's get more than just superficial. That seemed like a canned answer. She had that she written down ready before she to showed have, up Ready to go. And she was going to use it regardless of the question. <laughs> what are your career goals? What does that have? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard someone say in response to that question. This reminded me of Fred Armisen's character in Anchorman when he goes, the coyote of the desert always likes to eat the heart of the young. <laughs> and the blood drips down to the children for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was just a strange, unrelated almost proverb quote that was like i just asked you like how's modeling going <laughs> so yeah th that was an indicator of what was to come canned yep answers in my opinion never forget that you'll only catch minnows in the shallow water rim don't forget that the, for the rest of your days devil's advocate can't drown can't drown in shallow water either <laughs> that's true you know you could spend that kind of stuff however way you want to do it <laughs> People should know that the deep ocean is my greatest fear in life. So I that's will not, true. That's, that's I was not interested in no going jokes deep there. No that's jokes. not a joke. I am shuddering <laughs> thinking about the deep sea. Peter asks if she's ever been in love. Straight up, Hannah Ann says, "I dated someone for three and a half years, but it wasn't in love." And then I think the producers did her a little dirty with the stone cold silence afterwards. Peter's reaction: They set this up to look. Like, Hannah's not prepared, I thought. What do you think? I agree. I think they're playing into that narrative uh, that Hannah isn't ready. And then they they do the, you know, the whole Peter walks off, probably just going to the bathroom, but they make it seem like he's upset with, smoke, the, with yeah. the answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, a quick smoke break. Um, I thought she blew it. I thought when Peter walked I off, too. I thought she blew yeah. it. She said something else that said that sounded very pageanty. Which is, this is what I want. Peter's like, how do you know you even want to do this? This is like a crazy way to go about it, right? She goes, this is what I want because I haven't found true love and your qualities are very similar to what I have been raised to want. So not even her own, her own desires almost. It just sounded like a, we've talked about this before, a pageant answer for lack of a better it's, term. It's just troubling to me that she, her answer of the, she was in a relationship for three and a half years and wasn't in love. But she expects to fall in love with this person after a couple him. dates while sharing him over like two months. That's there's nothing wrong with taking a long time to fall in love, but you it appears like that's what you do, and it's then hard. This for might me not to be buy. the situation it's for you. It's hard for me to buy this working for you. Peter walks off. Hannah Ann senses what's about to happen, which is he's going to come back with bad news. <laughs> So immediately she goes out, finds him outside. He he stomps out the cigarette. He didn't go for a smoke break, but it's funny to think of people <laughs> taking a cigarette break. She immediately she starts crying. And AB, I thought she was breaking down and ready to be like, 
you know, you caught me. I can't me. do this. I'm not, yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> can't do this. <laughs> I'm not into this. I, she says, I can't smile through it anymore. It's hard. And then to my shock, she tells Peter, I'm starting to fall in love with you. Listen. Were you expecting that? And did you buy it? I don't want to be the guy that questions people's love, Rim. But. But. but <laughs> I am. I don't believe her. I don't either. She is not falling in love with Peter. She's not. It's just not. This is your first date. I can't buy and that. And it hasn't right gone now. well. Either. It hasn't gone. It's been a bad day. No, I just don't buy that. I think she if saw the, the writing on the wall. Yep. Yep. Of getting sent home during this date. Because I think Peter was what she had said earlier, I think was enough for him to question it and send her home. She read that and she pulled out what she needed to to stay on the show. Now, I don't fault her for that. I would have I'd be scrambling the situation too, <laughs> trying to figure out how I can stay on the show. If I missed her three and a half years back at home, yeah. I'm I gotta pit my stomach. <laughs> I gotta pit my stomach watching that scene. I'm like, damn. Yeah, for real. Damn. Tough. Tough scene for that guy. Yeah. Uh it's hard not to look at this with a cynical eye. This season in general, because there seems to be more overt uh, producer hijinks and manufactured stuff than normal. And then this is like the connection him and Hannah Ann have had has been to our eyes so far, just good makeouts during cocktail parties and the first in the first impression rows. And that's kind of that's all it. we've seen. We haven't seen them connect really that much. No, we still haven't. No. So for her to say this was like. I, in a weird way, I believe Kelsey Moore, who said it earlier, than I, I believed Hannah oh, yeah. Ann. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, so of course, Peter's response to this is to go get a rose, because that's I think he's programmed to respond to tears with roses, no matter where or when <laughs> the tears occur. <laughs> Break out the tears, you're getting some roses. I think Peter really values when people cry over him, because whenever they do, he goes, this is what I'm talking about. Give me this. He's like, this is what I want to see. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want you to think you have to be perfect. So basically, if you act not perfect, it's what he wants. Put this in water. Anyway, anything else about this? They make out a strange date. I didn't really buy it. And I don't think it helped Hannah Ann relative to the other contenders. Your girl, Hannah Ann. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. You said it perfectly. We'll see where she's at in my power rankings, Rim. Yeah, stay if, tuned. I'm very interested. She's there. That's impossible. She's if not going to go from there. two to off. <laughs> if she's there in two days. Yes, <laughs> in two days. In two days. We just did power just rankings. Did this a day ago. And then she got a date and a rose, and she's going to fall off? <laughs> Please. We'll see. Hey, stay, stay tuned. tuned. That's the thing. You don't stay know tuned. until you know. you got to stay tuned. Dave Welta and La Casa. It's <laughs> back at the house. <laughs> Uh, McKenna says if she doesn't get a one-on-one this week, she'll be heartbroken. And can you blame her? Probably. (laughs) Yes, yes, I can blame her. Group date card. Sydney, Natasha, Kelsey, Victoria P, Madison, Tammy, Kelly, McKenna. Victoria F gets her second one-on-one date, AB. And that to me is a watershed moment in the season <laughs> because if you haven't gotten a one-on-one date you leave there's no reason to stay it's not likely he's going to propose to you am i correct 
Normally, I would say yes. Peter kind of is using the fact that the, the whole Chase Rice deal happened on her first date as an excuse for asking her on the second date. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's, 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 it's an excuse. It's an excuse. It's an excuse. I don't I I think he likes her more than the people he's given zero dates to. I agree, but he's using that as an excuse and it I think it it might work where all the girls aren't that upset with him cuz yeah, you're right. If you get two dates in front of me and I don't have a date, I am not going to be here anymore. Period. Don't have a date I and might, don't have a group I might date, stay, Rose. Yeah. But I'm I'm going to be mentally checked out and doing my own thing while I'm here. I'm not I'm not about you anymore, Peter. McKenna cries in the arms of Kelsey after this news, and she says, "Maybe it's time for me to leave." Kelsey says, well, "You should sleep on this. Think about it. Don't make any rash decision." That's not what a true friend should say here, AB. I would say that's probably a good idea. It's clear <laughs> yeah. he's not interested. If you know, if that's what you're thinking, it's time to go. A true friend would have told her that told her the truth. Yep. And she would have saved face because the rest of the, her time here could have been it's avoided. Sham. It's a sham and, it's, and yeah. it could have been avoided. And we talk about it in the past tense. We'll get to that later. Group date, daytime. The date takes place at a TV studio. I feel like we're going at a good clip. This is am a I, good pace. Am I accurate? In that? Is it too might fast? not go long. I don't think we're going long. Keep I don't it think going. we're going long. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> uh, the date takes place at a TV studio where they star in their own telenovela. Soap opera. Here are the rules. Uh, and this is literally how they were described. The bombshell is Kelsey. <laughs> Peter's ex is Natasha. The maid is McKenna. Tammy is some sort of rich neighbor. Anything else on the... And Kelly was the grandma. Did you say Kelly that? Kelly was the grandma. I didn't say that. Uh, this is a great date. I gotta say. Fun. Over the top. Personalities come out. You're trying something new. Be on a little bit of a stage. Who's willing to get outside their comfort zone? What did you What did you think, I, AB? I love this date, Rim. Loved it. Soap operas are right up my alley, for one. I don't watch them, but I'm very interested. Uh, yeah, very <laughs> I'm very Wait, interested. I can't think of something that I would enjoy more than a soap opera. But um, <laughs> I thought all the girls brought it, too. They did. All of the, them were the good. The girls brought it. They were all good. Some of them better than others, but they all, no one was acting like they're too good for this or too shy for this. They all came with it for the telenovela. Soap operas are right up my alley is one of the most strange things I've ever heard you say. When you said that, I said, I don't think you've ever seen one. My guess is you've never seen one. I have one. never seen a soap opera, and I'm very confident that I would enjoy soap operas. I don't, I don't know, A.B. <laughs> you don't they're think so? Not, they're, I, I don't think you'd like them. I don't think Maybe I like don't them. know exactly what soap operas are. I just, envision, <laughs> I just envision, uh, you know, the O.C., on day oh no no with no, more, no no worse more quality. sex appeal much worse quality well yeah worse quality but that's still the OC worse quality OC let's move on I don't think we're coming to any conclusion there I don't think you'd like a soap opera soap operas and I don't okay. think we'll ever find out if you do no or not. I, I mean I won't no <laughs> uh, Tammy fancies herself a terrific actress Kelsey has a makeout scene and the whole time McKenna the maid is in the background of these shots outside looking in. Quite literally. And she just can't believe the coincidence. And in the end, A.B., her and Peter kiss when he finally, quote, big sees kiss. her. And it was a big kiss. And that was the, like the conclusion to the 
storyline was that he hasn't been, paying to, hasn't been paying attention to McKenna, and then he sees her, and they make out. Anything else on this date? No, the the whole story, it was good, but it was, seemed to be a little too rooted in incest for my taste. I a, little, a little is an understatement, yeah. <laughs> there were multiple... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think they could have moved. I think they could have moved some stuff around to avoid that. Big Chris Harrison surprise at the end. Yeah, with I the laughed. mustache mm-hmm. and an incest joke, as we noted. <laughs> of course, <laughs> uh, no real drama on this date, which I like. Just some fun sprinkled in with kind of McKenna's attitude. Uh, one note: you said they're all good actors. I thought Peter was great. I think he's a better I thought Peter actor was really good. than he is a bachelor. That was I, almost <laughs> clear to me. I, I'm glad you brought that up. I thought Peter did really good. He was legit. He was. Legit. He's got. He has a little talent to him. Something to you know look into after this is over. It's not bad. There's a good foundation there. Absolutely. <laughs> Group date nighttime. Peter opens with, "This is getting really real." Okay. And to me, another sh- another watershed moment in the season. This is when it all turns. There's no more games. There's no more feeling out. You guys are going to start dropping like flies. The door is now open to send someone home if they ask, you know, where I'm at. You know what I mean? If, if, if someone's open about... I don't know why I'm trying to explain it. It happens in two minutes. Do you have anything on the start of this day, <laughs> no, AB? No. <laughs> Kelsey one on one time. What a call from AB. You said at the end of last episode, you go. What I say? You said they they went through something a little bit here. A quote, you know, hardship okay, a little yeah. bit, and that's what they connected over here. Mm-hmm. Got anything on these two? No, Peter's a phenomenal wine wine pourer. I don't know if you caught that. He's really good at pouring wine. I would have said I the know, opposite. That's the only thing. I know. wow. No, okay. I was gonna say the opposite. It's the, really. The, it was like the twist. He's it was got like a twist 290 degree twist. It was a little <laughs> too much. much. Twist. It was he's pointless. showing off. He's showing off. That's well, he's what not he's showing off. He's just doing it wrong. And I'm not even a wine guy. I just know that you don't need to like. You know, you don't need to do a handstand to get it to pour cleanly. Okay? When someone does something like that, obviously I have no idea. <laughs> you're, you're impressed. I, have, I, have, I have no idea, but I was impressed <laughs> by what he was doing. Better than no twist. Much better. Okay. But it just seemed like an excessive. Too much. Like, too we much get twist. it. You've poured yeah. wine before. Okay. Congrats. <laughs> but no, I don't have anything on their actual conversation. Well, they make out and Kelsey yeah. is somehow in a very good spot. She's got to buy in the first week of the playoffs. That's they where Kelsey's have, at right now. I agree. They didn't have much of a conversation, but Peter tells her that he's feeling extremely strong and has real feelings for her. Back with the group. McKenna says the daytime. This uh, uh, McKenna just a little, all over, a little all over the place this episode. Agreed. She says the daytime was the clarity, gave her the clarity she was looking for. It was a group date. Where they're acting. She she said, yeah, she said something about like, well, yeah, it was a script, but we really connected. And it was just like, there's no. Are you using the telenovela script as your clarity for your relationship <laughs> with was. Peter? Is I that what you're was. doing, McKenna? Because that's what it seems like. I think she it's took scripted. the ending of the script as. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what she did. for us. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the same. It was scripted. Peter didn't choose to kiss you. <laughs> He had to. He's <laughs> professional courtesy. He was he's doing an his actor. Job. He's a great actor. He's not gonna. He follows the <laughs> script. He's a great Kidding actor. Me? Ab. 
she's in the same spot in my eyes as she was before that date. Maybe worse. (laughs) Maybe worse. (laughs) But she's all jacked up about this. Um, So keep that in the tickler file. Victoria P. (laughs) one-on-one time. Pulled out the glasses again, Rim. What do you think that means? She thinks she's in trouble. Oh. She brought up the big guns, the glasses. I'm a big fan of this kind of revisionist history when it comes to glasses. (laughs) It fits our narrative. Yeah. When it's glasses time, it's notice me time. This isn't revisionist. I wrote this at the moment. Time to pull out the glasses, period. Because I think she was in, you got to remember, she was in the Alea stuff. She was mixed up in that. They haven't had much interaction since that time. This is her first big time with them again. Put on those glasses. She wants to clear up the Olea quarrel and move forward. I personally would recommend skipping to the second step there. I would not bring forward, up Olea. Yeah. That is destined to backfire. Keep in mind, he loves Olea. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta remember and that. wishes that she was still here. He hates the fact that he had to send her home. Okay, she might just, be coming back, to be yeah, frank. <laughs> to be frank. So I just would steer clear of that conversation. So out she's of sight, ki- out of mind with Alea. Exactly. She's kissing his hand more frequently as the conversation mm-hmm. Little pecks on the hand. grows more dire. Peter says they had a drop off after their first date. Yeah, I'd say. And Victoria P says the only thing we can do now is move forward, which is the moment she realized I shouldn't have brought up Alea. What did you make of this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> they uh, drop off is is an understatement i'd say you got to remember rim he basically at one point sided with alea and and came to the conclusion that she was victoria was a liar Hmm. okay so that that we're not too far removed from that and i don't think it i don't think it is removed at all from peter's mind obviously that's the last thing we kind of saw with victoria was that she came out on the losing end somehow to a person who was sent home. She is still worse <laughs> off than that person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Peter says, maybe you're more secure and confident in this than I am, their relationship. And I think there was a way for Victoria P. to respond to this that would have resulted in her kind of hanging on by a thread, continuing if she wanted that. But she says instead, what are you trying to say? As soon oh, as someone man. says, what are you trying to say? It's over when you go what are you trying to say you want me to leave when you you open that door yeah when you get in the situation where you have to read the room you have to read what the situation is at this point it's just hang on for dear life you don't want you don't want to give them the opportunity to send you home i me personally you don't you have some more girls you need to talk to let me stand (laughs) up and get out of this conversation change the subject subject. something i'm not i'm not digging into that deeper i'm just trying to get to the next moment that i can can let someone else mess up while there's so many roses available what did you make of the ending to this conversation after he said i'm sorry i don't see you as my wife she was angry with him she was very upset uh i thought she was acting a little immature about the whole situation um seeing as they've been on one day it's not that long term of a relationship she wouldn't let she didn't want him to walk her out didn't want anything to do with him seemed a little for this early in the season this is a this is a you know a surprise at the end of the season type of uh, reaction, reaction from someone. I think there's a sense among contestants that some of them anyway, 
if you say certain things earlier than expected, for example, I'm falling in love with you, that buys you X number of weeks or some amount of time because saying these things falls under this broad category of vulnerability. So you say I'm falling in love with you early, you think, well, I've got, I've racked up so many vulnerability points that I basically have a Mario Kart star right now that you des- and I'm untouchable for a yeah, while. And it's that you deserve it. That you, yes, exactly. It's, they feel entitled to more time on the show. And it's not, I mean, she went into that conversation excited. Let's move forward. I want to be with Peter and left very upset with Peter for simply answering her question and be like, he didn't, Nothing really changed on his end. He didn't do anything to her. I can see why you'd be upset about leaving earlier than you want. You just got broken up with, for lack of a better term. But it wasn't. He was just being honest. There was no maliciousness on his end. It was just. No. And it's part of the show. Like getting sent home is part of the show. He didn't do it in a mean way. You asked him and he, you know, he, I think he. Apologized. He, <laughs> he for feeling the ties. Felt. I think it's a better yeah. way to leave than a roast ceremony. So he did you a favor. He said, she said, this is not love. Yeah. So, well, all right. That's why he said that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't love you. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean? She had, Victoria P had quite the character arc. Really. I mean, I compared her to Mother Teresa. She was America's favorite sweetheart. She was. A week later. She got caught red-handed in at least one lie and fell below a villain in terms of favorability. Then she stayed longer than that villain, then was broken up with and still managed to make it seem like she did the breaking up. Like when Walking <laughs> yeah. out, it looked like she did the breaking up. Yep. You know, it was a wild ride. Then she's Redemption s- in paradise or no? I mean, she's a popular. She'll be she's there. A, okay. She'll be there. What were you going to say? Uh, the sobbing in the car was a little much for the scenario. For me, oh, not unexpected. No, I thought it was moderate sobbing. I was, uh, it was an acceptable level of sobbing. I don't think there should have been any sobbing at this point in the season. We're getting late, AB. There's only six people That's left. That's the thing that I've, I'm realizing. I still think you of this as early you. season. We're about There's midway two episodes. through. This we? is this is basically week six, AB. <laughs> We're in the middle of the season, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, it's almost over. We're this start- thing's gonna be over. <laughs> We're starting to get real feelings out here, and I'm not caught up yet. <laughs> no, AB, AB's. Well, you know what it feels like that. Let's take a quick aside. You know what it feels that way because we haven't seen many relationships develop. Yeah. it's it feels earlier in the season than it is because of all the producer driven sideshow drama yeah like peter there nobody's falling in love with anybody really no so it feels earlier than it is it just does yeah, i think you're right madison oh madison My is girl. back <laughs> you know on the rewatch i was like oh here comes madison it was like a three minute it was two minutes it was, she was on the screen you know it wasn't as it wasn't as big a moment as i i thought it was gonna be uh, because I saw, I actually went on Twitter before I watched this and saw some stuff like Madison, big moments for Madison. It was like the story on, it was like a news, it was one of the things you could click on that. on Twitter. It was, it was like, explore. Madison it was like came Madison's back and back. fans are in love. I didn't read what they said. I didn't read what was said, but this was yeah. a lot smaller segment. I, I anticipated her getting a one-on-one after I read that. That would have been something. But she didn't. It was just a little segment. People love <laughs> Madison. Short. <laughs> I know, I know, and they love her because they haven't seen her yeah. enough to not like her. Because the more we see of all these girls, it's like, oh, I don't know, I don't like Tammy anymore, I don't like Victoria anymore. Yep. 
Anyway, Peter and Madison outside on the stairs, casual, casual, fun, relax. It's such, they're so relaxed together, AB. Nothing's forced. They're not jamming each other's legs in between the other one's legs just because no. they think they have to. No, but the sexual tension is off the charts, Rim. I would have to agree. They can't keep their faces more than three inches apart at any given time, no matter what the scenario. They're sometimes touching each other's cheeks to cheeks. Sometimes they're cheeks to cheeks. Sometimes yeah, it's time. like nose to nose, and their lips are centimeters apart. It's, it's ooh, it's steamy. Those two. Well, don't give her the steamy no, kiss of no. death, AB, because that's what happened. Peter wrote a telenovela script just for them. Presumably because he wanted her to have a bigger role earlier that day. That's what I took it as. He was like, yeah. they didn't, they, I wanted you to be like my main squeeze. Been the lead. Yeah. Who I ended up with. You weren't. So it's a bad script, obviously. Peter wrote it, but the kissing <laughs> is good. The kissing is really good. And if they weren't on, you know, granite stairs, they'd have been rolling around. <laughs> Listen, Rim. In the grass. I'm surprised they didn't move to the grass. You want me to tell it like it is, Rim? I get nervous when you say that, but sure. Are we going to sit here and act like Madison isn't going to win this season? Is that what we're doing? She's winning this season. That's something different so. between these two and everyone else. Let's call a spade a spade here. She's winning. Okay. AB, I think. Okay. You're here's a little right. conspiracy. Producer conspiracy. <laughs> I think we're not getting as much time, on-screen time between these two that we're seeing because they're trying to throw us off the scent a little bit. That's common. I it mean, is that was common. common with like Brian and Rachel yeah, and, and Colton yeah. and uh, what's her name? Cassie. Cassie. Sure. Uh, I think they're throwing us off the scent a little bit. They're not giving us, us as much Maddie time because if we saw the Maddie time, it'd, it'd be, be like, okay, what are we even dealing with all this other yeah. drama for? These two are destined to end up together here. I 100% understand your theory. You didn't say I agree. can't commit to agreeing with it okay. because you're assuming that Peter is going to s suddenly begin acting logically <laughs> with these decisions. And though this episode was pretty strong in that regard, I'm not ready to say for certain Okay, that it, it, I think she's clear, clear, clear. I almost put a number two as blank in my power ranking so I could leave <laughs> somebody else off. So I think she's a clear front runner. I just I'm not willing to predict you. This guy's unpredictable. These two are madly in love, Rim. If you don't want to see that, that's a you problem, not me. I see it. <laughs> okay, I see it. Okay. <laughs> I see it. Okay. I'm just saying, don't count your chickens. Take care of your chickens, as the great Marshawn Lynch once said. And your mentals also. <laughs> if you forget one of those two, you're in trouble. Back at the house. Back in the house, excuse me. Tammy is upset that McKenna has just done on 180, a clear fake, some might say, 180 with her attitude. So earlier today, she's ready to leave. Had her bags packed, apparently. And now she's talking like she made a ton of progress with Peter because of the acting they did. She, this is where she said, yeah, there was a script, but I was just happy just being me today. You weren't you. When you were acting. <laughs> Someone else. I really enjoyed McKenna this episode. I'll leave it at that for now. I very much, I had some good laughs. laughs. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, at her expense, uh, but I, I laughed. <laughs> anyway, Tammy then questions her readiness for marriage. Ta listen, it isn't 
usual that I don't agree with either person in an argument, mm. but I can't get behind it. Tammy's being mean for no reason. Mm. And McKenna is stay at, out of it. Is, stay out of it. <laughs> McKenna's Tammy. acting childish, like packing your bags and then going on the date. That's the most childish thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Either go or I, don't go. Don't don't do this sign that shows you might leave. That means nothing. It's uh, I can't get behind either of them. I posted a poll to Instagram in a story. We got McKenna or Tammy. Yeah. And several, many, many DMs were like, can you do neither? <laughs> and unfortunately, the way the polls work on Instagram, I couldn't do neither. Otherwise, I would have, and I'm certain that would have won because most people were not on anyone's side here with these two, I think. Anyway, Tammy says she's immature because she acts like a child. And then when Kelsey says something, Tammy responds with, I'm not talking to you, Tammy, which is the ultimate most childish <laughs> reaction you can have. And then Natasha, like us, is just kind of out on Tammy. No, most, yeah, people get out of here. most people are just like, all right, no, forget this. <laughs> These this. two are ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> This is all ridiculous. And then Kelsey sticks around, also annoying, but equally as annoying as the other two. She kind of comes to McKenna's defense for some reason. Kelsey also had a nice little accusation that Tammy was an alcoholic, so that's good. Just pills, alcoholism, yeah, just throw, throw it all on the table. Who cares? <laughs> throw these very heavy <laughs> accusations all around. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you know. Madison and Peter hear this yelling going on, and it's a brief shouting match. So they come back inside, and then McKenna and Peter talk. What do you make of this? McKenna kind of uh, tries to jump out in front of this controversy, telling Peter exactly what the conversation was about. Uh, that she's not here for the right reasons, trying to get out in front of it. And I thought it worked at, the, at this moment because Peter, you know, reassured her his that he doesn't think that about her um, even before he's talked to the necessary witnesses. Like, he, he yeah. sometimes he jumps. Sometimes just he does full in, investigations yeah. and sometimes <laughs> he doesn't this time. I think he's just over all this stuff. Yeah. The investigations are done because remember the Alea one was like, Hey, you, somebody said you said this to the producers. We got to investigate this for a day. And then somebody accused Kelsey of being addicted to pills, and that warranted no further yeah. questions. Yep. So you never know what he's going to take an interest <laughs> in and or not. Anyway, they. this is when I knew the reassurance was not weighty. On the way out, they just do a peck. Yeah. A peck. Peck. And she seems to think that because Peter didn't send her home, that... She's smooth sailing. She said, by not sending me home tonight, that means he feels something he needs to hold on to. Okay. No, it just means he's already sent someone home tonight. He doesn't want to yeah. send another person home. Yeah. Astute observation. That's all it meant is that can't <laughs> just this can't be a total bloodbath this day. Yeah. Anyway, Madison gets the group day rose. Big Madison day. Despite Absolutely. the lack of screen time. It was better than nothing. All right, let's take a quick break, AB. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Victoria F. one-on-one date at a farm in the countryside. They meet up with Marcos, the head huaso. A Chilean countryman and skilled horseman, similar to the American cowboy or Mexican charro. It's just my definition. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the real definition? It's just something I cooked up, okay? <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so first, to gain the trust of the horse that the huaso was riding, they limbo kind of underneath the horse between the two sets of legs, okay? Neither of them wearing appropriate clothing or footwear to do this. Then they get a little, do a little dance during some rodeo type thing Listen, and then they kiss that's that was pretty much the gist of the first part of this daytime date what's your face I'm, saying i'm skeptical of this guy and oh, in no, general oh, in general no. walking under the horse that seems very easy and not that big of a deal i feel like if i walk up to a very wild horse well it's and a, give it a horse and give it a carrot i could easily walk under the horse it doesn't mean i've trained that horse uh, or that horse trusts trust. me. It does not mean that horse trusts me. Speaking big out of turn on this one, AB. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I uh, probably wouldn't. Uh, I'm not a big horse guy. I rode a horse when I was a kid. There's a picture of me riding a horse. From, really? Yeah. Wow. Where? Um, out west. Okay. <laughs> Listen, can I tell you something about Iowa families? They all take a trip out we west. We go out west and we <laughs> ride some horses. You go see Mount Rushmore, the Badlands, <laughs> yep. and then you come back, you know, through that's Wyoming. That's just a Midwestern and that's vacation just, when you're you about do. 11. Yep. It's just something you do in the Midwest. Yep, yep. My sister's hair turned green in a pool in in Wyoming because the, there's way too much chlorine. Moment I'll never forget. One of my earlier memories. <laughs> Green, stark green. It looked like the color of your shirt. Amy. Incredible. Anyway, where are we at? Later on, they're kind of on the back of the wagon. Nothing, nothing eventful during that portion of, the, of no. the date. Now they're on the back of a wagon, alone. Victoria, all over the place here. Ab, what did you think of this conversation? Victoria's questioning everything. It seems, and I don't fully know why. It seems like her relationship's on good standing. She just got the second. <laughs> one-on-one date something no one else has she seems like a true front runner and she's having a hard time with the whole the whole process she says i really like you i go back and forth a lot because of how much i like you and i have a harder time than other people it's she doesn't elaborate i think she's just like bad with her words or doesn't want to say anything too concrete it could also be the thing she's trying to be a little mysterious a little more shy yeah. something that we questioned. <laughs> we like to question people's character traits. Listen, this season is presenting too many opportunities to do that. If all their focus is on drama and deceit and <laughs> she said, she said, 
that's all we have to focus we're on. We're not really. going like, to buy it. We're not. Yeah, we're we're just skeptical now. She doesn't. She just is good at expressing nervousness or concern without elaborating at all, she, even when pressed. If that was me, I would think she was almost going to send herself home a couple times. That's how exactly indescriptive she was on what was going up through her head. Anyway, she starts crying in just another successful date for Peter. What do you make of this? <laughs> <laughs> she has, he has no idea. I mean, this is his top dog right now. Yeah, this is it. You, the Chase date. Rice ruined our first date excuse. I didn't buy. I think this was he took her on this date because he's like, I, she's way ahead of these other girls. I want to spend time with her more than yeah. a couple. And of, now yeah. he doesn't know. Now he doesn't know. Yeah. Nighttime portion. How about their discussion? Uh, not a lot of eye contact from Victoria. It could be the shyness. Could be legitimate shyness. Uh, Victoria just seems to be handling this poorly, and she alludes to not liking seeing him with other girls. But it isn't. It still is unclear yep. if that's exactly what she means. She kind of flips it a couple times saying maybe you'd like someone else who could handle this situation better that's a classic move when you want someone someone to reassure you of something you say maybe you'd like someone else Mm -hmm. and then they reassure they obviously reassure you that they aren't looking for anyone else and that's what happens i couldn't tell if she was when she wasn't looking at him basically at all during the discussion i couldn't tell if this was like the fake shy bit or if she was (laughs) legitimately i i thought she might have been scared about how serious it was getting it could be. I, Victoria is a tough nut to crack. She's a tough nut to crack. She's I can't a tough nut figure to crack. her out. I go back and forth on thinking I really like her. She's, you know, she's she's everything he's looking for to maybe she's lying about a lot of stuff <laughs> and here for the wrong reasons. It's just, it's hard to gauge what's really going on because she doesn't say enough words. She's just kind of fidgety. Eventually she walks away because she feels physically ill. Now, if the thought of being in a committed relationship with Peter or becoming possibly engaged makes you physically ill, might be time to step aside and <laughs> say, let's just go back to normal life. I'm not sure this is for me. What'd you make of the... They're both talking to producers at this moment. We're getting a little behind the scenes type of stuff. I'm still unclear if it's the thought of Peter that makes her physically ill or just maybe she is legitimately shy and doesn't in the cameras and everything and this whole thing is just a little overwhelming for her i'm not i just can't get a read well, on con- her we're just confused i just we're don't confused. know i don't know a couple quotes she said i'm disappointed in myself because i can't give him an honest answer i don't think i'm ready and he's here for marriage and i don't know if i can do that wow. basically that was to me like i came on the show Got kind of far, it's doing pretty real. well, but now I don't, you know, come on, you guys, this is crazy. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. marry him to the producers thinking she's not being recorded. Um, and then, of course, like you said, Peter's also talking to a producer. He's convinced she doesn't want this, thinks she's close to going. She's going to choose to go home. I thought that's what's going to happen. I did Again, too. I might be dumb or easily misled, but this is two one-on-one dates now where I thought the person was going to leave on their own <laughs> volition. <laughs> 
this episode. I did not. Think Am I a dummy? I might be a dummy. I think you're a dummy. I, was like, she's gonna leave. I, I definitely did not think Victoria was actually going to leave here. I did not. I'm a dummy. That's a tough scene. <laughs> tough scene. Big dumb Tim <laughs> thinks they're going to leave all the time. Getting never got happens. by the producers every, every round every I really corner. Do. I really do. Anyway. So here we are with Victoria. She's crying that she doesn't want to be there. Okay, forgive me for believing she might leave. She comes back. Peter <laughs> thinks she forgive doesn't want to Forgive me for she... believing what they're providing me. The only <laughs> yeah, stuff sorry, they're giving sorry me. Sorry for buying into what this person is saying. <laughs> so, and Peter's back there like, dude, she doesn't like me. I know she's out. Both people involved are certain <laughs> that this is not going to move forward. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for buying into that. So she comes back and Peter, it's kind of more the same. And then Peter says, I care about you. She does the sheepish, sheepish bit, and then he offers her a rose, which she happily accepted. Well, Victoria also says she she likes him and wants this to continue. She doesn't know why she's... I don't know why I'm acting like this, because I wish I wasn't like this. I, I, I don't know. I... It, it was. It hard doesn't to sound like you even understand what you're saying when it you're was, using her words. It was hard. It's very hard to follow what exactly transpired at this nighttime date. She, you know, it'd be one thing for her to accept the rose, but when he offered to her, she goes, "Of course!" Like it was never in doubt. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "This has been in doubt all day." <laughs> anyway, they make out, and she really wants to continue with him, like you said, because she cares about him. I don't know. Shrug, big shrug emoji for me on this one. No clue what's going on. Back at the hotel, <laughs> Natasha, the most rational contestant remaining. I don't think it's even close. She is the viewer surrogate. She's the oldest, too, I believe. So that makes sense. She's, yes. I think she's 31. Yes, by, by four years, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, she has a lot of exasperation. Like, I can't believe I mean, I'm she's nine years older than McKenna. You think she's got time for like <laughs> her speeches about empowerment and all this? Like, you don't know shit about that. That's, I've lived this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been through some things, yeah. actually. <laughs> I've actually McKenna. been through some stuff, not this fake stuff. All right, we'll get to that later. Uh, sh- listen, here's Natasha. Listen, I know I need one. I'm Natasha right now. I know I need one-on-one time. Uh, you know, not much I can do about not getting this date. You know, this obviously this morons canceling cocktail parties and, <laughs> and group dates left and right. I've spoke my piece. Yeah, I've let them I, know. You know. Nothing I can do, so hopefully I get some time tonight. That's all. Yep. Not whining about it. That's no. my point. A surprise date card arrives. Never a good sign. Or maybe it is sometimes. That's a good sign for us, (laughs) usually. (laughs) It's a two-on-one with McKenna and Tammy. You can imagine my elation when this card arrived. Even though I don't like either of these two. We haven't had a proper two-on-one in what seems like forever, AB. It's been a while. A real conflict on a two-on-one? A real two-on-one. An actual two-on-one. I don't think we had one on Colton's season. Okay, yeah. I don't think we had one on Hannah's season. I think we had one on Becca's season with Goose before he was known as Goose. Did Luke not have a two-on-one with someone? The two-on-one was with the Jekyll and Hyde-ness of Luke, I think. Wow, that was so <laughs> clever. <laughs> I don't think there was a two-on-one. Okay. I don't think there was a two-on-one. The, the card says, meet me at the cocktail party before everyone else arrives. Womp, womp, AB. It's not a two-on-one. It's literally like a, it's like a, a pre-meeting it's a debrief. meet and greet. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> it was a lunch and learn. Get out of here. This is two-on-one, please. The date card does say enough is enough. I'll just say this. 
I didn't buy the seriousness of this two-on-one <laughs> on Peter's end. Enough is enough. He hasn't been involved in this whatsoever. And he has shown no interest. He doesn't even care about this conflict. So he's to to think that he's like fed up with these two figured out. It's like he's not even paying attention to this. Well, I think there's probably just he heard a little, you know, scuttlebutt. Little, little, <laughs> some, some, some whispers <laughs> about what about some drama that's going on in the house. And, he, and he's he's not putting his foot down. You know what? I'll put up with it with some of these people, but my bottom two, no, thank you. I'm not <laughs> enough is enough. That's what I took it as. Not putting it up with you two. This was the first of many solemn speeches from McKenna about I didn't I didn't write it down. I wrote the other ones down. But this was a real preview of what was to come on this two on one. Before you give the speech, whose side were I'm you on? I'm not giving the speech. Oh, you're not I'm not on a side. You're not on either side? Whose side would I be on? McKenna is a little too dramatic for me and a little too woe is me for a 22 year old that I am not, I, I just am not buying it on McKenna's end. And she's delusional if she thinks that Peter and her have something. There's no, there's nothing. And then Tammy roasted Iowa in a way that's unforgivable. Yeah, but she was your girl. You can't. She was until uh, Tammy has been out of line now for the, all five <laughs> hours of this two, of this week. Okay. Whose side were you on? Neither. Okay, so my answer was fine. <laughs> we agree. <laughs> if I was going to have to pick a side, I think I'd choose McKenna. Tammy's been acting terrible. Yeah, yeah. It seems like McKenna's got dragged in this for really none of Tammy's business. It didn't need to be a thing. McKenna is simply annoying. Yeah. Tammy is doing things that she should actually apologize for. She's being terrible. <laughs> she's Yeah, she's being actually bad. Um, but yeah, McKenna is just a character I don't like. You know what I mean? Let's go to this farce of a two-on-one date. <laughs> you're really uh, broken. You it thought, wasn't a two-on-one You're broken up date. about this not being a real two-on-one. We, I mean, to be fair, we had the components of a good two-on-one, the two people sitting down in a very awkward situation. I mean, what else did you want? They sat down, they had a conversation, <laughs> they they then each went on a talk with Pe- with Peter. That's a two-on-one, Rim. I can't, I disagree. That's a two-on-one. We had all the components even... of a two-on-one. Right. Just let me do my jokes. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, okay, to start it off, McKenna does the speech from any given Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Six inches in front of your face. <laughs> we will either live together or die alone. It's your choice. <laughs> She just takes it a little too it's seriously. Too, it's it's too my point. It's, it's too, too much. much. She's turning this into like, she's finding her voice, standing up for what's <laughs> right in this world. It's like, no, it's like Tammy's just being an asshole and you're sucked suck into it. It's not. AB, like you, I was surprised to learn that some light bickering at the end of a group date transformed McKenna into Michelle Obama. I was surprised. <laughs> to find that happened i was like oh i thought this was just she a regular said, thing i am a strong woman and i will not let you tear me down and make me feel i'm like i'm not deserving of love kind this is where she lost me kindness wins love wins oh well, this, this is the end speech ab you missed the first speech she found her damn voice in this oh when th- she's talking they had to the group a, a mild quarrel yeah. on a group date okay. yep. and mckenna took this as <laughs> 
like she was Megan Rapinoe speaking to the world. It was like, no, it's, this is you're just the seventh in seventh place on The Bachelor. This is not the momentous occasion that you think it is. It was just a little much. I'm not, you know, disagreeing with the sentiment of her speech. It was just I rolled my eyes yeah. and laughed, but, and the delivery much. was. Un- Listen, objectively a hilarious delivery. No one, I don't think, was clapping at home watching this. I think most people were like, is she serious? That's what I think. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Tammy let her get the speech off, to her credit. She just let her have the time. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing Tammy could really say here in this scenario. After no. that speech, what are you going to say? I mean, how do you follow that how up? How do you follow it? You just sit quietly. You're just like, damn. You know, Tammy's probably thinking like, damn, she killed that actually knocked it out of the park (laughs) knocked it out of the park i just think the moment didn't call for such a grandiose no no, i agree a grandiose thing too much just a little too much a little too much yeah too much anyway peter shows up uh bad energy Real bad energy. No, neither of them are excited to see him. I wrote down that he has the same energy as the person that kills the people on death row when he walks into the room. (laughs) Or, okay. (laughs) Or maybe a more mild version of that is on hard knocks when the, when the Turk comes knocking and you get cut off the (laughs) team. It's more like that. There's no, there's no death row. (laughs) Death row energy. (laughs) Yeah. Death row energy. Um, Peter and Tammy. Tammy thinks McKenna is here to build a brand, which is tight. She's doing well at it. There's definitely a McKenna brand now. I think that's pretty clear that that's what she's doing, but I also think most people are there to do that. Yeah. If we're being honest with ourselves. So, um, and also I, we're too deep into the social media era of this show that the notion that someone is on the show to build their brand for whatever reason if you're Crystal, the personal trainer, or McKenna, the fashion uh, blogger, it, that doesn't invalidate the possibility of finding that love. That is just part of it now. Yeah. I think you can do those things and also you legitimately fall in love with the lead. So Agreed. I don't think that invalidates anything. Yeah. And Tammy says, I'm not here to build my brand. But, you know, a peek at her Instagram might, might indicate otherwise. And then the line, another line that stuck with me that where Tammy just crosses a line is where she goes, no little girl with blonde hair from Canada is going to stop me. She's just big on roasting where people are from. Yeah, it's too much. Anything else on this discussion, AB? I got my jokes off. No, you hit them. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) McKenna and Peter. McKenna admits they were, she was ready to leave. But the group date was so good that leaving would have been the biggest mistake of her life. Did I did I get that quote right? It seemed unbelievable the when I wrote it down. Mistake of her life. Yes. To the camera, she says, "Peter's worth it. Our love's worth it, and I know I'm worth it." It's just all too much. But also, in the back of my head, McKenna kept talking. Last, I don't know if it was earlier this week or if it was. It was, all the episodes are mixing together for me, but she said she was talking about how important her next conversation with Peter was, and she was crying. Yeah, she had something big. She had something big to tell him, and now she's had multiple opportunities to have this big conversation and hasn't done it. So I'm wondering what she needed to share with Peter. Great observation. That was at the, when the last cocktail ceremony at the end of last episode or was Monday, canceled. Yeah. Monday, yeah. She was very upset because she had something big to share. This was going to be a big 
you know, a big moment for me and Peter the next time we talk, and I didn't get that moment. And now she's... She didn't have anything, AB. She, <laughs> she, she didn't, didn't have, have anything. anything. <laughs> no, she didn't have anything. Then McKenna and Tammy get together, and McKenna says, quote, I'm not the villain of the season, honey. So McKenna obviously thinks about the show... Oh, yeah. In a way that that's like, who is in what role and like what's, you know, she thinks about the show, not the journey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just had here. These two are ridiculous. This is when the show is at its best, but also at its worst. This is an absurd quarrel that really nobody actually cares about. <laughs> and it exploits the worst stereotypes of young women. And it's very entertaining. What did you it's think? Very of this entertaining. <laughs> Tammy had me laughing a couple times. She said, you make me sick. People coming on here trying to brand themselves. And then McKenna tries to interject. And then Tammy's like, no, no, let me finish. And then she says, uh, I truly feel bad for you. That's what she had to finish. Yeah, her big finish. <laughs> the big finish. I, had, I truly feel bad for you. Then Peter strolls in, still bad energy, says he trusts McKenna and walks Tammy out. <laughs> okay. It wasn't exactly a ringing endorsement of his relationship with McKenna. No, for some reason, McKenna thought she was in the clear now, but that's not the vibes I got from any of this. I thought she was going home as well. I didn't think this was a... You'll notice, McKenna, you didn't get a rose. That was interesting. I mean... Usually a two-on-one, someone gets a rose at the end and they're at least safe another day. In this scenario, you didn't get a rose. If he thought you were going to get a rose later that night... And Peter's already passed out roses yeah, he has in no non-rose doing that. scenarios. So the fact that you didn't get a rose here, big red flag. She's got to go back to the group, a survivor of the two-on-one date, but somehow still not safe. When she came back without a rose, everybody must have been like, oh, <laughs> hey. how'd that go, McKenna? <laughs> it's kind of weird of Peter not to send her home. Well, given what we know later on, of yes. course. Yeah. Why? What's your, what are you saying? Why didn't he send her home? The rose ceremony he'll do, was what, gonna, he'll do whatever the, the producers want. What the do you rose mean? ceremony was going to be like thirty minutes later. Yeah, there's no explanation. Kind of rude of him to. Do you think? Do you think I have an answer for that question? <laughs> kind of rude of him not to give her, not to send her home. He knew she wasn't staying. That just shines a light back on how silly this two-on-one date was. Yeah, it was actually pointless. They just wanted the the clip where they could show them sitting together alone. It's the good barbs. Clip. Of course. They're not looking at each other, but they're throwing barbs at each other, and they're like two feet away from each other. That's a good clip. It was pointless. It was pointless, as we found out later. Cocktail party. Um, A good cocktail party. One might go so far as to say this went off without a hitch. Yes. What did you make of Natasha, Sydney, Kelsey, any of them? Good conversations with everyone. Peter seems to be intrigued with Natasha. They share a kiss. This is the second time he's pulled her aside first. Something might be there with Natasha. <sighs> I'm Talk not... about laying low. She's been laying in the cut the whole yeah. time. Uh, Sydney, no kiss that I saw with Sydney, but I figured she's safe, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, what about the Kelsey? last time we saw Sydney, she was laying around on the rocks with Peter, sharing one of the most intimate moments we've ever seen on the show. So, of course, she's yeah. safe. Kenny G, sure, go ahead. <laughs> Peter and Kelsey, uh, good moment. A lot of chemistry between all these people and Peter. We're starting to get she's some good cr- conversation. Kelsey was crying because she made a bad first impression and he still kept her around. She's in a good spot. Yeah, she talks about how he helped her through the drama and that meant the world to her. 
Victor, why? Are, I don't know why we've both taken we're, it up an octave. Here. An octave. These are good <laughs> conversations. Good okay. Oh my god, Victoria F. <laughs> She's back to not feeling great, of course, because you never know. But uh, she basically apologized she for their date being weird yeah, yesterday. Go ahead. Good, they apologize. They have a connection, Rim. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that was enough for Peter to celebrate her walls coming down. <laughs> yeah. That if again, if you like show distress in any way, Peter's like, oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> this is exactly I this. what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm digging for here. Get sad. <laughs> they they make out and she wants to move forward. Peter's ecstatic. To end the cocktail party, Peter says, There is no doubt working. There's no this is no doubt working for me. At some points, it feels like it's working too well. <laughs> I'm not so? sure what it could possibly be referring to. <laughs> you mean? There's nothing forming here, really. Keep in, Week six? In the back of your mind, Rim, please realize the producers are not giving us all the Madison information we need to make a <laughs> full judgment on where Peter's at in the top relationship. Keep that in mind. That's a good point. So when he says stuff like this, I think he knows he has his wife picked out already. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep that in mind. Something to I note it, for the rest of the season. I hope it turns out that way. Okay. Let's go to the rose ceremony. A dramatic rose ceremony location in this, I think, wine cellar. Mm-hmm. Great lighting. AB, lighting is the most underappreciated aspect of everything, especially when it comes to home and room and restaurant decor, period. Okay. Good or bad lighting can ruin a room and particularly a restaurant and good lighting on the other hand can make it. And this room had good lighting tacky, but effective for the purpose (laughs) purple on the wall. Okay. It was good. It was tacky. (laughs) It was good. It was good. Anyway, I believe you rose ceremony. People who have roses, Hannah, Ann, despite how that date went Madison on the group date, Victoria F on the one-on-one, also despite how that date went. Two bad one-on-one dates for Peter this episode. Yep. And two roses given out. So that leaves us with only three. Victoria P. uh, sent home. And Tammy also sent home. So only three roses to give out. And they go to Kelsey, Natasha, and Kelly, which means McKenna goes home who was just on a two-on-one date and survived, and Sydney goes home, who was just on a one-on-one date and thrived. What were you surprised by this, AB? I could not... I was not surprised by McKenna. I thought she was going home. But Sydney? Shocking. Shocking. I I don't know who I thought was going to go, but I just didn't think it would be her, based on what we last saw. Was that last episode? Was that Monday? That's how quick it was. That was Monday's it's episode. It's incredible. That they had that one-on-one day. Incredible. I like Natasha, but I figured it was undeniable that Sydney and Peter were closer. I would have thought so, too. And Kelly even, they're kind of on the, on rocks. the rocks yeah. a little bit. I mean, I just, I can't believe he sent Sydney home. Now, shout out to Sydney for being classy and understanding in her exit. I, there was no... What are you doing? Because remember, even like Deandra was shocked she went home last episode. Others have been like, what are you thinking sending me home? Sydney was all class, I thought. And then McKenna, I thought, was surprisingly composed in her exit. Kind of made me wonder if she 
cared more about vanquishing Tammy than continuing on the show. She didn't after the Tammy thing, she wasn't I would have voiced a concern like, all right, Tammy's gone, but I didn't get a rose. Like I'd be looking around like Am yeah. I in trouble here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anything else on the rose ceremony? No, just a surprising excess for Sydney. I did not see that coming. I d- I don't even I can't fully I don't think we got an explanation. Maybe we'll find out on the Women Tell All. Yeah. Women Tell All is if anything needs a three hour episode, it's probably the Women Tell All at the end of this season. Let's go to the mailbag. Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. We're gonna continue with what do you think of this season with Peter as the lead? A couple more of these because we didn't get to all we didn't get to nearly all of the people who sent them in. Uh, there's not enough time, but thank you to everyone who messaged the mailbag. This one's from Sydney in Chicago. I'm surprised to hear about all the hate for Peter's season. I've never seen a group of girls so quick to turn on each other, but they're bringing the drama every week. Even if there aren't fan favorites that come out of the season, we'll probably get some good redemption arcs on Paradise a la Crystal and Goose. A lot of girls aren't getting airtime, so they could actually be great, and we just aren't seeing it, like you're saying with Maddie A.B. Vinny from Buffalo. I like Peter as a person, but feel like producers have made the drama clutter the show too much. I'm all about a little drama, but unfortunately, it's sidetracking him from making a connection. I think it's relatable that he's overwhelmed, and hopefully this season can take off from the drama next week. He wrote that prior to these episodes. What do you? That turned out to be. I've not seen the a case. lot of, uh, a lot of comments online on social media, kind of with the same thought process that the producers are too involved in this season. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. I think. I mean, when you think about all of the, there's just a lot of things that are that seem pretty blatantly. Oh yeah. Unnatural, more than than usual. And we're spending, I think, because of that, less time. Literally, think about the complaints of the people on the show. We're spending all this time on drama that none of us are making (laughs) a connection. That's literally like my complaint a little bit as a viewer. (laughs) It's like nobody's making a connection. This is Brittany from Houston. My husband and I are still watching this season. I thought Peter would be a good bachelor, but honestly, he's just being way too naive about every situation he comes across this season. I enjoy his genuine demeanor, but don't quite think it's acting in his favor right now. When he gave that rose to Alea on the group day, I wanted to tell all the girls to run because who does that? I also think the social media game is starting to take over this whole show, and that's why most girls are here, and I haven't really found myself rooting for anyone this season besides Hannah Ann. And that's just because she seems to stir the pot on accident, which is fun to watch. (laughs) Interesting take there. You know, the, I don't know. Part of me wants like a Instagram to shut down. So, so and then see what happens to this series. You know, where do we go from there? But you can only come I on if you don't have an Instagram. Ashley from Houston. I'm conflicted on how to feel about Peter. On one hand, he's a likable guy. And on the other hand, he's a huge dummy who's easily influenced by drama or producers. Sounds like me. I'm hoping he finds love. But at this point, I just don't see how. <laughs> Tough, tough news for I really Peter. I don't either. Stephanie from Orlando. I'm loving this season much more than Colton's, but for all the wrong reasons. This season <laughs> has been a train wreck, and I actively dislike the majority of the cast, but I find myself riveted. 
Peter is a horrible decision maker, and it has been a pure comedy watching the ladies contorting themselves into pretzels, trying to look like there's a chance at love in a desperate attempt to gain FabFitFun sponsorships. FabFitFun, if you're listening, we will endorse you. And Instagram <laughs> followers. I knew I would love the season the moment Messy Messy Peter outed Sydney as the whistleblower in front of all the girls. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a sadly <laughs> cynical take, but I didn't hear I didn't hear any lies in that <laughs> text. A single lie there, all true no lies. Yep. Lastly, on this topic, Cameron from Philly, Peter is a terrible bachelor. <laughs> he says, "I am taking a little bit of pleasure in him, how bad he is at this." I will admit. He says the worst things at the worst moments. He seems to have no idea what he's doing, and I'm surprised he's not already in paralytic shock due to all the embarrassment. <laughs> it is funny, the side note, it is funny, he's going, I don't watch all these segments, but he's going on like Good Morning America and other shows and stuff, and it's like, how are people not just killing him? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Peter, what were you thinking when you did A, B, C, and D? What was going through your mind there, bud? <laughs> That being said, this is the best season I've ever seen, and I can't wow. wait to watch each week for more. Bad bachelors and bad contestants make good TV when they're not boring. So, hey, people watch for different reasons. Yeah. That's just what it comes down to. Can you think of a better uh, mailbag question for next week, AB? Where do you have it? The one, the one you asked stunk. I, I, didn't even, I didn't think about it. How? Well, think about it. It's, Your question it's was how many, <laughs> how many, how many hours? A good mailbag was, question takes. No, nobody's responding. A good, <laughs> your question was how many, how many hours is too much or something? Yeah, Come what's on. the good amount of hours? One? No, I don't got a better one right now, Rim. You can't pull mailbags right <laughs> out of thin air, Rim. They don't come out of thin air. They take lots of thought and preparation. I think I'm just gonna pull a good mailbag question out. No. Well, we have we crazy? have three more. We have three more mailbag responses that aren't to that question so listen up aaron from boston regarding everyone commenting on peter seeming like he'll be a great dad i think hannah is responsible for this you'll remember in her season she was talking about peter and said something about him being the guy you picture pushing your baby in a stroller ever since then i feel like peter has been seen as the ideal husband slash dad we I remember that comment too and we made a big deal about well if you think that Hannah then like that's your guy right but she didn't end up choosing him of course but I think that's why there's this Peter's going to be a great dad okay many 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 people what did we get wrong <laughs> <laughs> wrote it in the car we didn't mention it no superman the superman thing about cleveland yes now, when I was doing the research, as I did, I was Googling... You didn't get the research right, did name, you? Blah, blah. I didn't just Google Superman Cleveland, okay? okay. Which, as a, as a renowned Googler, you know, that one slipped through the cracks. <laughs> and I wanted to do those jokes. Is he from Cleveland? Okay. What's the deal? What's the, what's the end story here? Thank you to everyone who pointed this out to us. Many from Cleveland, many not. I picked one person's response to read, because it was funny. This is from Matt from Ohio. I'm a big comic book guy, so here's the scoop on Superman in Cleveland. Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster are the author and artist, respectively, who wrote Action Comics number one, the first appearance of Superman. The duo described this comic in Cleveland, hence the birthplace of Superman. 
Matt goes on to say, Superman is awesome. Read some comics, Rim and AB. <laughs> to which I say- Agree to disagree. Big, big watch. Oh, comics are awesome, AB. No, big not the comics. Guy. I'm a comic. I like comics. Okay. I'm talking about right. Superman in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree to disagree there. Also, as an Ohioan, we take any achievement that is remotely tangential to the state as something Ohio can be proud of. For example, the Wright brothers were born in Dayton, Ohio, but did all their discovering human flight stuff in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Yet Ohio license plates claim Ohio as the birthplace of aviation. Matt, thanks for the text. Thank you to everyone who pointed out the Superman connection. I still think they phrased it in a way that is misleading. And mo- if you say the birthplace of Superman, you don't think. No, you'd say the birthplace of the creators of Superman. Or the birthplace of the Superman story. The birthplace of Superman. Yeah. The- Superman's a person. So you can't say, when you say born or not, whatever, alien, whatever, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you say he was born <laughs> somewhere. You're implying that he was born there. My take on this situation. So defensive? Very defensive, Under- Rim. Understanding that I'm wrong, <laughs> but still a little defensive. <laughs> Thank you for the comment. Last little mailbag subcategory called Racism Corner, AB. Oh. <laughs> you want to talk? You want to do this? Yes, quick? I'd love to. Several people reached out to us. Neither you nor I had heard the derogatory term Oreo before that was mentioned by Sydney in her date with Peter. The meaning implies someone who is black on the outside and white on the inside. So a pretty fucked up thing to say about someone, of course. I don't know if that jogged your memory with anything, but I still have not heard that term. No. I had a couple people too, yeah. Did not know that? Important to know? Bummer that people say those things. (laughs) That's what it comes down to. (laughs) Thanks to everyone who texted in the mailbag, 773-234-777. Nine four. Okay, quickly, Batch Bracket League update. I have fallen out of the top 500. Tough scene. We have one, two, 13 people still tied for first at 210. AB, where are you at? I'm at 556. Also fell out of the top 500. Lagging one behind me all season, it seems like. Yeah. Yep. Next up, AB. I can't believe it, but we're going long. I don't know how it happened. We were going so smooth. Here we are again. (laughs) We were going so smooth. You know, I feel like I talk too much, just in general and on this show in particular. And here I am doing it again, just like, and we went long. It's like, no shit, Rim. No shit. (laughs) Power rankings. I'll do mine first. (laughs) (laughs) Top Top six. There's only six left. There's only six left. I'll do all six. Number six, <laughs> Natasha. I mean, come on. <laughs> Number five, Kelly. Come on. What? The obvious. <laughs> oh, okay, those okay. two are behind. Number four, Hannah Ann. Though I will say Natasha and Kelly are the two who don't seem to care if they stay or not. True. And it makes me think one of them might get a hometown. Yeah. It's neat. One, I'm going to put both of them as my new sleeper. As, I like that. No, <laughs> no. To be fair, they they're the only possible two that could be sleepers, and I'm choosing both of them. Both. Yeah, but yeah, that is those like, are put, two sleepers. That is like going to a roulette table and putting equal amounts of money on black and red, yeah. and being like, "Listen, <laughs> one of these is probably gonna so hit. These, one of these is a good bet." Yeah. <laughs> okay, number four, Hannah Ann, still at four, despite that one. I'm with. I, I don't think Peter's gonna be able to see it with her. I don't. Yeah. Number three, Kelsey. 
Number two, Victoria F. And number one, Madison. My top three are the same. And like I said earlier, Madison is head and shoulders above Victoria F., Kelsey, and Anna Ann. Let's hear yours. Listen, Rim. They're the exact same. I, I figured they would be. Didn't want it to be this way. Hannah's dropped for me. Uh, Victoria's moved up. I think Victoria is the only one who could sneak up and catch Maddie, but I don't even really mean that as I'm saying that. (laughs) (laughs) So I got Victoria. If I could, I'd put a spot, a couple spots in between Madison. It'd be, you know, fuck it. Power rankings, number one, Madison. I don't have anyone else in my top four. I don't think anyone else is a contender. Okay. You know, I knew we'd get to that point at some point during the season when we do a bit where there's nobody else on the list. Yeah. I think we're ready. That's going to be a here. funny Instagram post. <laughs> it's, here. it's here. It's here. It's here. Madison won. Should we both do that? Should we both do that? <laughs> Madison won. No, no, no. Madison is one. Nobody else is ranked. Okay. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to say one, Madison, under your name, two, three, four, blank. blank. And then dr- dropped out the other. I'm going to list out <laughs> yeah, the everyone, five. Yes. <laughs> everyone dropped out of the top four. <laughs> okay. That's good. Bachelor headline of the week. Do you have it? Yes. I don't know if we... First, I need you to tell me if we talked about this. I have two. Uh, did we talk about the live show? Or do you know anything about that? Um, A while ago when they announced it, yeah. The Bachelor is hitting the road with a live show. And there's a, a couple articles about who the people are going to be now. Um, but this is from the New York Post. They're, it's ben Higgins is ben kind of the Higgins lead, right? Ben Higgins and Becca are the hosts of this live show that will be coming to a city near you. It seems kind of cool. We're 10 people. Local people will be trying. We'll have like two hours to get to know someone and fall in love. I don't. It does not seem cool. It, well, hold up. It doesn't seem like it'll ever work. But no, if it no, comes no. near me, it sounds like something I'd really enjoy going to. It would be fun to go to. I think they're pushing it with. I mean, the Bachelor's trying to create a culture of almost arranged marriage in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, leave engaged. That's just kind of their whole. That's their lodestar. That's uh, that would be interesting. I think they start up soon. I think those yeah. that tour starts up soon. Yeah, it does. The other thing we didn't mention is they're doing a bachelor show for seniors. Did you hear that? AB, there's another bachelor show we didn't even talk about on ABC. I don't know what channel. Probably. Man, they're really piling it on Rim and AB's back. <laughs> Right now, that's a backbreaking announcement. (laughs) You already announced two new shows that we're gonna have to do. All right, what's your other headline of the week? Uh, this is from TMZ. I'm on bad terms with TMZ, but The Bachelor dragged for worst bikini Photoshop job ever. You talked about that last episode, it was not good. We did talk about that, it It was even worse, though. It was even worse. I saw saw more, and I was just like, it's embarrassing. It looks like they went on MS Paint. Yep. on the video and like used with the spray with can. the spray yeah, yeah. Well, like i couldn't think I, you can't do worse than what whoever did that i don't understand the bachelor the bachelor is big on provocative sex storyline sex sells but booties on the screen not having no, it sir. we gotta blur those out no sir all right good headlines thanks ab hey a couple more things and then we're off if you have any merch ideas, send them to us. 
we have some time coming up here and we might be able to come up with new designs. If you want, if there's anything you want to see in the store that isn't in the store, let us know. You can access the store at RemedyB.com and click the merch tab in the header. AB, do you have anything else? People are winning money on frenemies still, Rim. Oh, I forgot about that. I just that. got a text as we're talking from someone saying they won $7 on frenemies. Everyone's winning money. Apparently, you only need, and someone tweeted at me, you only need uh, four answers, right? And we can't Ooh. even, Rim and AB can't do that. Threshold I've yet to exceed. <laughs> I haven't touched four. <laughs> no. it's, it's a low, to get money for free is a very low, uh, it's a low bar you have to, have to go under. So it's easy. Honestly, every day someone we went at, messages Rose us Cast and Nation says, I got the first, second or third amount of money, <laughs> which is 200, 200 some dollars. It's crazy. If, it's crazy. If, it were, if it were a game, we would be absolutely Everyone owning. needs to join this. I mean, it's easy money it's crazy it's not easy because we never win it ap it's easy for these winners over here it's not easy for us <laughs> for us it's not yeah uh refer to friend month off to a blazing Whoa, hot start some might say taking the internet Good, by nice storm <laughs> nice still running right there. still running early in the month when does it end uh, February, end of the month. What do you mean? Uh, how long would well, a, you know, refer a month? Well, you know, last for years at a time in the past. <laughs> how long would this last? It's the end of February. You gotta, you gotta get in quick. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That's all we have. Thanks for listening. It's been a long week. Have a heavenly day. Good week, though. Well. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com